in Minneapolis of white police officer's knee on a black man's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. New York City, two young attorneys, best friends, both of them people of color, both of them rising stars in their profession, seemingly inexplicably firebombed a police car and carried incendiary devices they thought to plant throughout the city to cause havoc. And in Washington, D.C., in a sea of black faces marching peacefully, chanting, say his name, George Floyd, was a lone young white woman holding up a sign that said simply, A-C-A-D. All cops are bastards. In his second inaugural address, given just weeks before his assassination, Abraham Lincoln said that the Civil War, with all its hateful passions and divisions, pitting American against American, was a punishment for America's sin of slavery. Today, we might say by extension that the difficult and disturbing events and images of these last several weeks have been a punishment for slavery's evil spawn, racism. And just as slavery required a heroic battle to be defeated, so too might racism. But this time, not a battle that pits American against America, but a battle of every American with their own heart and their own soul. Today's second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, he distinguishes between the life of the flesh and the life of the spirit. And when he speaks of the flesh, he's not simply speaking of concupiscence and lust, but also our irascible appetites, our anger, our fear, our envy, our jealousy, our rage, our hate. All of which stands in contrast to a life with Christ. And as one of the great theologians of the 20th century, Romano Bardini, one must tell the truth and assume responsibility for the truth, otherwise violence reigns. And one truth is that each of our hearts is filled with such anger and fear and jealousy and rage. And most of us have but an inch or a mood or an opportunity for giving them free reign. Bardini says, Assuming responsibility for this truth about ourselves also accepts the truth of the limits of what we can do on our own. But Guadini said that modern man has power over many things. But the one thing man does not have power over is his own power, born of anger and hate and fear. Where then do we gain such mastery? The gospel is clear. 
is by being yoked to Christ. Just as oxen without a yoke, we are likely to wander into danger or become ourselves dangerous to other people. But when yoked to Christ, we till a rich soil that can yield a harvest of peace for everyone in time. And we know the extent to which we are yoked to Christ, have taken his yoke on, taken his burden on, when we act like Christ. The gospel seems almost to quote the first reading from the prophet Zechariah when it says, I am meek and humble of heart. For in Zechariah, you have the Lord of Lords, the King of Justice, the saving Lord of Justice, who comes not in a blaze of glory or impelled by wrath, but said to come on an ass, the foal of an ass, and comes with meekness and with gentleness, completely aligned with justice, to right which is wrong, to untie the burdens on people's backs, to lift up the lowly, to establish peace from one horizon to another, an unwavering commitment, and yet born humbly with meekness and gentleness. In the passions of our time, we are all prone to betray the very thing we seek to achieve, justice, and peace. To gain mastery over ourselves, we must do the hard work of mastering our hearts, which we can only do under the guidance and yoke of Christ. And it is that hard work within ourselves that can then become the generous work for others, an unwavering commitment to justice for all, equity and inclusion for all, righting the wrongs of the present and of the past, atoning for the sins of this nation, reviving the promise of this nation, not just for some, but for all. Pope St. Paul VI said that if you want peace, you must work for justice. How true that is. But we might also reply, if you work for peace, you will attain justice, not the justice only of a time or an age, but the justice of the ages, of the Lord of justice and the King of peace. May we have the courage to invite Christ's yoke upon our shoulders, and may we till the soil day and night without letting up until that soil yields a rich harvest of peace. For peace is the birthright of every one of God's children. Not just a peace here and now, but a peace beyond all understanding for eternity. May we allow ourselves in this sense to redeem the legacy of slavery by making ourselves willing slaves of Christ his justice and his peace.